head into Chemist Warehouse, purchase any new Ego QV Ceramides product, and you'll go in the running to win a bloody car, and it's downstairs in the parking lot. We've all seen it every day when we arrive. Oh, it's a pretty little car. That's shiny, isn't it? It might not be that long. No, the competition <laughs> ends on the 22nd of Feb. T's and C's apply. You ladies know um, Hugh Sheridan, right? Yes, we do. Well, this is actually it's a really tragic story. So Hugh has opened up about a horrific experience that happened uh, when a couple spiked his drink. But I was in Sydney a few years ago, and I was around Melbourne Cup time. Oh, I actually got uh, someone drugged me, uh, two people, a guy oh. and a girl drugged me, and I oh, knew no. one of them. I was stuck for about eight hours. Truly awful, and the reason I bring this up is because you don't often hear it happening to men. It's often a female-led narrative. It's actually so frightening. I've been drugged three times, by the way. Are you kidding? Yeah, and I, I know that Laura's had a situation. I have so many friends as well, or female friends, that have been in this situation too. Like, it is so problematic, but it's so prevalent, and I think a lot of people don't know how prevalent it is because it's not wildly reported. I know what happened to me. I didn't because there was a part of me that was like, well, what are they going to do about it anyway? How are they going to prove it? Like, yeah. you just think that, and I think that most women think that unless there's a, a way for them to feel that they 100% can be heard and something can be done about it. And also, I mean, like what has happened to Hugh here, often you don't know, you don't remember because of the whole situation, yeah. because you don't have, you know, you don't have your cognitive abilities. You've been drugged. You don't know. So it's really hard to then talk about something when you don't know the specifics. But like, you know, even just with what you're saying, Britt, like it's happened to you yeah. three times. It's happened to me once. I know so many women and I think that it's it's something that we have to be conscious of as women, but you don't hear men. Like, Mitch, how many times have you left the house and gone out and thought, well, I better be careful that my drink doesn't get spiked? Not once. It is not a thought that is top of mind for me when I go out clubbing or drinking. It, and with friends as well. Never think about I it. I think about it all the time. And But this is the thing, right? Like, the, the scary part of this story and, and it's something that I, I hope that everyone is really conscious about is that it doesn't just happen when you're at a nightclub or you're out with strangers. Like, my experience with was with some who I thought was my friend. So I think, you know, and in this experience with Hugh Sheridan, it was someone who he thought was his friends mm. uh, and people he knew. And I think that that is something that's very underrepresented and not talked about enough. So I, I mean, it is so brave of Hugh to come forward and share this story, but also just to really highlight that not only is it strangers, it's people that you know that can be the people at the bottom of this. Well, I mean, one of mine was on a date. One of mine was a barman, so that made me very worried. Because oh, disgusting. So scary. Because you can be as careful as you want covering your drinks and, you know, walking around a bar, but if it's come from behind the bar when you've ordered it, it's out of your control. And the other one was a patron just at a nightclub kind of like out dancing. Well, the other thing you hear is is you get taught this. I mean, we got taught it in school when I was in school and you tell your daughters and parents tell your kids when they're going, when they're that age about to mm. go clubbing when they're 17, 18. But this happened to Hugh when he was in his 30s. I mean, mm. laws, it happened to it happened to both of you. In my past, 30s. In your 30s. In 30s yeah. yeah. But I also think on that, you become so, because when you are 18, you're very hypervigilant. You know, you're 18 and you've heard all these horror stories and you think, oh God, I'll, I'll cover my drink and you walk around with your hand over your, your vodka cream cruise or whatever yeah. it is. But then when you get into your 30s, you think, I'm way past this as being a possibility. You know? and, now, and this is completely irrelevant, what I'm about to say, but I'm going to say it. On the person I was on a date with that drugged me, he was the biggest geek, right? I was like, this guy is the biggest geak. But, oh, unassuming. But very mm. endearing. And what I mean by that is it was just for the cliche who you think is going to drug you. And I do want to say it's a cliche, but who comes to mind when you think of someone that's going to drug you out in a nightclub? This person for me was the furthest thing mm. that I would have thought it would have happened with. And again, you can never judge a book by its cover. We know that. I'm so grateful that Hugh felt confident enough to come out and speak about this yeah. because I think it is such an important reminder for everyone, not just parents, but for anyone listening, 
that, you know, you have to be so conscious that this does happen. It still happens all the time and it is hugely underreported and yeah. underrepresented. And I, I just think, you know, putting and shining a light on it is like the only way to protect people. Totally. Good on you, Huey. Um, all right, that is us. Pick up done for your Wednesday. Oof. Yeah. Happy Wednesday. See you big, tomorrow. Big topic to end on, but, you know. Now, I've got this will turn you around. Ready? Will and Woody, the boys are up next. With $1,000 for Australia's easiest quiz. We'll see you tomorrow, everyone. <laughs> 